HR Party of One is brought to you by Bernie Portal, the all-in-one HRIS that helps you save time so you can focus on fostering a better place to work. For more than 15 years, Bernie Portal has worked with thousands of HR professionals across the country just like you. During the time in the trenches, we've observed firsthand the challenges HR at a small employer faces. It's what inspired this show. Our observations over all of that time also inspired the framework that I'm thrilled to share with you today. HR's hierarchy of needs. It outlines the five basic levels of needs HR parties of one have and can address for their organizations. By applying it to what you do every day, you'll be able to drive value for your organization more effectively and in turn, grow your career. We know of no other framework or rigorous thinking applied to what you do every day than this, and I'm so pumped to share it with you. Okay, now to set it up right, let me ask you a simple question. What happens when you're really hungry? Like stomach growling, lightheaded, can't think straight or focus on anything other than getting food immediately into your system? Well, I imagine you put everything aside in that moment to find the quickest way to inhale food before your coworkers see a very different, exponentially crankier version of yourself, like the hangry people in Snickers commercials. But imagine you couldn't eat. Imagine you had to sit at your desk and continue working on a project that was due end of day. You're trying to focus on getting it done, but you begin to see visions of sugar plums dancing on your computer screen. The growling of your stomach is getting louder. You feel as though you may pass out. How do you think that project is going to go? Well, probably not very well. Your work is most likely going to suffer. Food is a psychological need residing at the bottom level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs pyramid. Maslow would say you have to eat and meet your basic psychological needs before you can address higher level needs. For those of you who aren't familiar with Maslow's pyramid, I've linked more information in the description. Maslow's hierarchy alongside our experience working with HR helped inspire the HR hierarchy of needs. It works similar to Maslow's pyramid in that you have to address the lower level needs before you can work on the higher level ones. The HR hierarchy of needs has five levels. Level one, employee facing administrative tasks or EFATs. Level two, financial obligations. Level three, maintaining compliance. Level four, overseeing employee experience. And finally, level five, supporting managers. Let's go through each of these in more detail, starting with level one. Level one, employee-facing administrative tasks, or EFATs. The bottom of the pyramid, your base level HR necessities that monopolize your time, are your employee-facing administrative tasks, or EFATs. These tasks consist of applicant tracking, onboarding, benefits, PTO, time and attendance, payroll, compliance, performance, and offboarding. As an HR party of one, if you don't have an effective system in place for EFATs, your employees will constantly harass you with questions and complaints. How much PTO do I have left? I need a pay stub from last quarter. Can you send it to me? What are my dental plan options? Can I get my spouse enrolled? These questions eat up your time, keeping you from moving up the pyramid. You want to support managers and improve employee experience at your organization, but you simply don't have the time. Without an HRIS, you better shake hands with EFATs. Y'all are gonna be best buds for the long haul. Next, 
you have your secondary best bud in finance at level two of the pyramid. Level two, financial obligations. The second level of the hierarchy consists of the financial obligations that keep a business running. As an HR party of one, it would be your responsibility to take on financial related obligations at a high level. This means administering the benefits package, securing the right insurance coverages, overseeing or doing bookkeeping, accounts receivable, accounts payable, IT, taxes, mail. You see how long the list goes on? Now, add your financial obligations to your EFATs and you could be pulling 60 hour work weeks and still not even be close to getting to the top of the pyramid. And it doesn't end here. The absolute necessities of your role that cannot fall by the wayside continue into the next level of the HR hierarchy of needs. Level three, maintaining compliance. Compliance isn't optional. Without meeting compliance regulations, there can be serious penalties, ultimately resulting in shutting down the business if they're persistently not followed. Some of the most prominent regulations include Fair Labor Standards Act, Affordable Care Act, Family and Medical Leave Act, Title VII of the Civil Rights Act, Occupational Safety and Health Act, Equal Pay Act, and Americans with Disabilities Act. Compliance also includes creating and maintaining a culture guide or employee handbook for your organization to establish written documentation and culture expectations, as well as other basic policies that your workforce must follow. It includes filling out forms 1094C and 1095C, it includes COBRA coverage, HIPAA, Equal Employment Opportunity, or EEOC. And the list continues. Maintaining compliance can be made into a full-time job in itself, as can EFATs, as can financial obligations. It is so critical, though, that HR parties of one not let this happen. If you do, it will prevent you from ever being able to really drive the organization forward, which really starts at level four, overseeing employee experience. If you haven't gotten to this point yet, this is where you get to thrive. There are probably many things lacking at your organization that you've noticed, but just never have the time to address. Perhaps you don't have a set onboarding process. Maybe your company has a high turnover rate and low employee satisfaction. You know that not solving these issues will risk the success of the business long-term, but not nearly as much as ignoring EFATs, financial obligations and compliance regulations would in the near term. While the lower three levels of the pyramid are essential to keep a business, well, in business, at this fourth level, you can actually help improve the business and drive it forward. You can source new talent, recruit valuable ads to your company. You can properly onboard them so that they are fully equipped to dive into their roles with a sense of belonging and value. You'll have the time to support your employees, to check in on them, to see how they're doing. Are they happy? Is there anything you can do to help them? Having time to focus on employee experience leads to happier, more fulfilled employees, which in turn makes them want to stay. Retention rates increase, sourcing talent costs decrease, the business starts to grow and increase profit. Do you see a beautiful long-term pattern in the works? Let's keep it going. Finally, you have the top level of the pyramid. Level five, supporting managers. Having top tier managers is critical to gaining and keeping top tier employees. According to a study by Gallup, the number one reason an employee leaves their job is to get away from their manager. But yet 
most companies don't have best practices in place for management, or they don't have any systems or people ensuring that best practices are followed. To support managers effectively, you can start by simply following up on what leadership is already saying that they want managers to do, but the managers aren't necessarily doing. For instance, if leadership has said that managers should spend 20% of their work weeks recruiting for open positions, but you notice some managers aren't recruiting at all, here's your chance to step in and follow up. Send an email to all managers, copying leadership, reminding the managers about leadership wanting managers spending 20% of their time recruiting. Suggest managers spend the first 90 minutes of their day reaching out to potential candidates on LinkedIn or calling on their personal networks to look for candidates. Once you start supporting managers with these HR-related follow-ups on what leadership has said at once, you'll be helping to improve the business and your influence will grow over time. They may start to seek you out and ask you questions and your position to support managers will grow. But you'll need to have the time to do that and you'll only have the time if you manage how much time you're spending on the lower levels of the hierarchy effectively. Here at Bernie Portal, we want to help you do that. Our software, Bernie Portal, helps you minimize how much time you spend on the employee-facing administrative tasks, or EFATs. Our content and resources, from the show to Bernie U courses, to our blog and downloadable templates, to the HR Party of One community, help you address the other tiers most effectively. We'll be circling back to the HR hierarchy of needs framework often, as so much of what we do in HR relates to how we're managing our work across it. So here's a recap to remind you of all we talked about today. We went over the five levels of the HR hierarchy of needs, employee-facing administrative tasks, financial obligations, maintaining compliance, overseeing employee experience, and supporting managers. If you didn't already know before watching this episode, you can now clearly see the impact that HR has on a business at every level. You keep it alive, you build it up, you support it, you improve it, you grow it, you do it all. And Bernie Portal was created for HR professionals like you. We are passionate about providing a great platform that frees up your time and allows you to execute on those higher level activities most effectively. Remember that your role is as strategic as you make it.